Welcome to Breakthrough Directions. Each week, Breakthrough Directions explores the two faces of your business, outward through marketing and client delivery, and inward your vision, profit model, systems, team, and you, so you can grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone. Clearly we've got to change that intro because this is no longer the Breakthrough Direction show. Effective today, this is our very first episode of the all-new Traffic Masters show. I am your host or co-host now, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as they do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. And I have an all-new co-host joining me today. He is none other than my partner in crime at DU, the Associate Dean and King of Traffic, Jack Humphrey. Jack is calling in from Richmond, Indiana. Hello, Jack. Hey, how you doing? I am so excited that we are finally here as Traffic Masters and actually doing it's a show together. It's our first show. <laughs> Yay! And we, we should have be giving away free great... prizes today or something. We should, shouldn't we? Well, we've got a great guest lined up, but before I introduce Natalie Marie Collins to the world, um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about what they can expect from the new Traffic Master show? Well, uh, a heavy, strong dose of traffic tips um, and conversion tips, because we don't like traffic for the sake of traffic. Uh, once we have our guests show you how they're driving traffic, we want them to also focus on uh, how they convert. So. That's generally the focus, but, boy, it can go all over the map um, because all of our guests will be chosen for the different things that they do, and we want to give a really good wide variety of things uh, that you can do uh, and bring on guests that know all kinds of different ways to drive traffic. So, uh, of course, we have a, our own special brand or, or way we like to do it, but um, there are lots and lots of different ways out there now to get attention on the web and get very, very targeted traffic so that people are hitting your funnels and hitting your site in uh, just from targeted places, not not the junk traffic, but really, really good targeted stuff. So, And then we'll talk about how to convert it. So that's every week we'll be around that topic. And every week we will have a short segment either somewhere in the middle of the show or somewhere at the end of the show, like it will be today, that is introducing you to either a faculty member at Directions University. We have about 26 faculty members now, so you're going to get to meet all of them. Or occasionally it will be a Directions University bachelor's student. Jack, what is a bachelor's student at DU? That is our top-level student, and they work uh, with us um, weekly, twice a week, and work through a fairly rigorous year-long session um, of training and lessons, and so they're the closest people to us. They're the ones who are really, really cranking it with their businesses and uh, learning to do really professional-level web marketing and business strategy at all levels. 
So, today our very first guest here on Traffic Masters is Natalie Marie Collins. Natalie is known as the woman behind many six- and seven-figure earners. Her virtual assistant skills are legendary, and she is versatile and accomplished in her internet marketing skills. We've heard more than one person say that Natalie is my business, yet many people don't realize how intuitive she is until she helps coach them into the right actions. Natalie's going to be sharing the real scoop on what it takes to do a multi-figure launch, run programs day-to-day, and how it's going to work without going crazy. So, Natalie, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm honored to be your first guest. Well, we're thrilled to have you. The show's been around for almost five years, but it's the very first one that Jack and I are doing together, and that just makes it all that much more special. Yes. Oh, it's, I'm, it's way cooler because I'm here now. It's just totally way cooler. <laughs> it really, really is, isn't it? So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in your business? Well, I sure. Um, I started out doing um, a lot of virtual assistant work. I was in the corporate world for 13 years, and I felt very constra- con- confined and, and everything inside of an office-type environment. Um, there were a lot of elements I loved about it, but I really just craved that freedom And so I got into the virtual assistant world where I could take a lot of the skills that I had learned through the office experience and apply them to online businesses. And so I have been doing that for, oh, at least two years now and just love being able to to work from home and work on other people's businesses and and bring those, um, all those skills to to the marketplace. I'm just no, looking we have at to your have website. Full disclosure. And... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jack. No, go ahead. I was just looking at her website. NatalieMarieCollins.com. And yes. they actually have something called Masterminding from the Beach, Beachpreneurs Club. Holy crap, Jack. This is our kind of chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's cool. I can vouch for her. She's married to a pretty cool guy. Lee Collins, I think uh, some of our listeners will know him. And she also uh, works with some pretty cool people like uh, Joel Kahn. I'm sure somebody out there has heard of that guy. So she hangs out with a pretty good crowd, too. I do my best. (laughs) I like hanging out with cool people. So why not surround yourself with awesomeness? Yeah, that's what I say. (laughs) I'll let you take the lead, Jack. Go ahead. Oh well, okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, what kinds of what kinds of things are you have you been working on in the uh, traffic world? What kinds of stuff do you work on that um, have to do with branding and attention getting and getting out there on the web and and making things happen in people's funnels or um, uh, or in your own for your own business? How's everything working for you, branding and? Traffic? You know, I have been doing, I I have several clients, as you have mentioned, a couple of them, and I go through, I I get to see a whole bunch of different funnels and how different funnels work in different ways for different audiences, and it's really a lot of fun and very educational, I would say, (laughs) 
on how to do yeah. it. One of the things that I started recently for my own personal brand um, is I, you know, I'm not only do I do virtual mm-hmm. assistant work, but I also love, um, I love creating stuff. I'm, I'm very artistic minded. So I got to have some kind of outlet. But one thing that I really love to do is I love to take my laptop and head over to a coffee shop or a little cafe and get out of my home environment, although I love it, but I do like the change of pace and and go somewhere that I can work and enjoy a cup of chai tea latte or, you know, just a little snack or something that I can can have, which is part of why we love the laptop lifestyle so much. So recently I (laughs) – yeah – so recently I decided um to start something well I call these I call these things writing dates. So I take myself to a coffee shop and I write. And I get a whole lot done during that little span of time. And so during these writing dates, you know, it came to me that you know, a lot of people do this, but yet a lot of people don't realize that they can do this and get out of their environment. So I started something called National Writing Date Day. And in doing this, I'm bringing awareness to the fact that you can have fun and treat yourself while you're working and get a lot done and feel very accomplished by the time you leave the coffee shop, um, which gives you that, you know, that sense of pride in your work that, that we all strive to have. And so with doing the National Writing Date Day, I do monthly hangouts uh, with this now, and I have generated a lot of traffic with it. <laughs> How so? Well, by bringing this, you know, one of the things is when you create a national day, you're able to get on different websites, and it uh, brings, yes. you know, it brings a, a larger attention to it. And so it's essentially it's free traffic for for you know a national day that you've created, and I, I know you've seen all kinds of crazy national days out there. Uh huh. <laughs> but this one, I really felt that I could get behind it, and it has um, it has been one of my best lead generators. So uh, you don't feel the the heat on the back of your neck with the competition of National Limburger Cheese Day? Is that what you're no. saying? There's room for everybody? There is room for everybody. So if you have something that, um, that you're really a big part of and there's not a national day, I would you, know, you can start something like this. And it, it also creates a lot of fun and buzz around doing something like this because people like to get behind stuff such as a national day and it happens mm-hmm. every year and you know that it's a, a, you know, it's around to stay for a while and it's not just a, a random product launch. It's, you know, it, it has, well, substance so how, does, it. how does it work when I get involved? What, uh, what should I expect? Sure. When you get involved, um, what I do is I do monthly hangouts. Um, I had such a huge response um, on National Writing Date Day that people wanted to do it more often. You know, they're getting results mm-hmm. and, and stuff from from being able to do productive time. So as you come on, I 
I have a, a giant blog post on what exactly a writing date is. So if you're not familiar with that, I get you familiar with it. And I have um, the monthly dates that come in. So it's the first Saturday of every month. And I give you instructions on what to do. And we have a hangout every first Saturday of the month. And it's a lot of fun. I bring in guests who it's all about writing and business. So and it makes it fun. I'm all about creating a more fun environment as we work. Yeah. So these are live meetup sessions or are they national? Everybody's just participating in their own area. And everybody's participating in their own area. And I just have the, I have a Google Hangout. Right, right. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, so tell me a little bit more about what goes on on these things. Why are they? Why are people wanting more of them? Why are they so successful? What are they? What are they getting accomplished? And how does it make them feel to be a part of this? Well, it really it brings it back down to giving yourself that space and permission to do the work that you need to do, and not have it be um, like drudgery. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. So, so for but it's me, supposed I to love. Be. It used to be. You haven't felt a sense of accomplishment until you've gone through some sort of terrible gauntlet of misery, right? I mean, you're not supposed to have fun and work at the same time. <laughs> that is not true, Jack. Why would we do this oh. if we're miserable? <laughs> wow, this is great. This is really good news. Yes. So if you are, you know, if if you're, like, dreading doing something or you're really wanting to write, like, for me, I love writing blog posts during my writing dates um, because I like to be able to knock out a blog post within an hour. Sometimes it takes me three hours, depending on how much I, how much information I want to put in there. But sometimes it's hard when you're in, a, in your home to set, a ta- set aside that one to three hours and knock something out. And so sometimes we can procrastinate and and do all these other silly little things to stall doing that. But when you actually intentionally pick up your laptop, go to the coffee shop, sit down, and know what you're going to write about and have, you know, your your favorite drink to go with it so you're treating yourself. So there's a little psychological part behind it is you're treating yourself for taking action on starting to do this. Right. Starts to make and it doing fun. it with others. And doing it with others. <laughs> now, I imagine you guys aren't just sitting and looking at each other's foreheads through Google Hangouts while you're all writing. So how exactly does that work? So, right. <laughs> so what I've done is I bring people on who use writing dates in their own business, and we talk about um, different things that, that they do to, that helps them. So I love to give tips on productivity and being able to to get that sense of accomplishment. So as they're, you know, writing, joining on the writing date day, um, it's an hour out of the time for the day. So you can go out on your own for your writing date and then come back when it's time for the hangout, or you can join the hangout and then go on your writing date, or you can even join the hangout while you're on your writing date. What kind of people, uh, do you have people from all walks, or I, I suppose they're primarily bloggers? Would that be true, or what's the makeup of the people who are participating? 
Um, actually, I have a mixture of people. It's all about writing in your business. And so I have some bloggers, and I also have a lot of authors or people who are up-and-coming up and authors who just need mm-hmm. to, um, to really get that pattern down of, of that writing space and to be able to, yeah. um, you know, give yourself permission to, to shine during this time. Well, I can tell you, I used to give myself a lot more permission to do this than I do uh, lately, and I have a strong yearning for getting back to that and giving myself that permission to just be creative because we all need to do that in our businesses. Once we realize that content marketing is everything, that's a hint, everything, content (laughs) marketing, and it touches every facet of our business, and if we're not allowing ourselves to have that time to be creative, uh, it makes some of us a little bit cranky. And it also makes our bank accounts a little bit cranky because when that productivity goes down, so does the traffic in many cases. If you're writing for the web, if you're if you're blogging, if you're doing content marketing, and much the same thing if you're not making any headway on your book because you're not giving yourself that time, um, this, you know, same same problems apply, I would imagine. Absolutely. And, I love being able to give myself permission because I, I, I get cranky too. Every like, If I haven't gone on a writing date or I haven't gotten certain parts of writing accomplished within my business, I will start getting cranky. And I can tell you my bank account will get cranky too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally understand that. And that's part of why I started doing the writing dates is because I needed that space for myself to give myself permission. And then other people started asking me what I was doing. Um, you know, as you go to, to different places, I like to um, take pictures and share them on social media and, and just started getting um, more traction that way. Yeah, one would say that you have a very heavy uh, caffeine addiction just based on the pictures that you take from all the nice <laughs> coffee shops that you go to. <laughs> Well, you are just, you are I, there for a purpose. You're not just hanging out and totally there just uh, looking for something to do. You're there with a purpose, and there just happens to be coffee, too. Yes, and I actually prefer – my favorite is chai tea. Uh-huh. I have a caffeine intake, so I don't have a huge addiction to it. <laughs> I try to keep that under so control. So what, what are some of the results that you've seen, and how long, how long have you been doing it, first of all? Um, well, writing dates I've been doing for for years, but didn't, but just recently started calling them writing dates and realized that that's what I was doing. And by naming that, I was giving myself, you know, that permission to to take myself on writing dates and make it fun. So I've been okay. doing it for a while. So you've been exposed to quite a lot of people who have uh, joined you in this endeavor and given themselves permission and time and set things aside to specifically get writing done. And in doing so, some of your long-timers or even your short-timers, the people who have been around, what kinds of results have you heard them report back on uh, what they're using their content for, especially when it has to do with uh, stuff they're going to put out on the web and publish and get traffic and get attention from? Well, let's see. I have a Facebook group, so I encourage everyone to share what they're writing about um, because I like to see it. And it's 
also by doing that, it's a way for people to share their stuff without being spammy. Mm-hmm. And and which I appreciate and enjoy, and I know that my audience appreciates as well. And so really what um, <laughs> what we can do with all of this is, you know, I do have one lady who told me the other day that she went on her first writing date, and she was able to knock out more work in, I think, the span of about two hours that she had been putting off for four months and was just able to just knock it out and was amazed at how much she got done. So I get stuff like this all the time where people didn't realize it was only going to take them an hour to do all of the stuff that they did and a chapter done in their book, get that next process done, and so they walk away with huge smiles on their faces. Yeah. Well, Gina, you can attest to this, but you've been working with people. I've been working with people for many years, and we we dole out a lot of hefty assignments like, um, you know, blog assignments, like content marketing type stuff that people need to get done. They need to pay attention to if they're going to get that organic traffic coming to their sites. They're going to need to have something they can go to social with and take an excerpt from and then lead people back to their blogs to read more. And that's for a lot of people, that's like a, that's a big deal. So a lot of people don't write as fast as I do or others might. And they, uh, they find it a little bit stressful and they mix it up quite often with the rest of their business, which I think slows the whole process down. So what do you think about, uh, the whole situation, I think, the group idea and having – it's kind of like having accountability partners too, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. It really and you is. too. So yeah, how so long I'm, do they write for as part of the writing day? I usually should suggest one to three hours. And do you provide them with writing prompts or things to get them started if they're stuck? Sometimes I do, yes. If they're having difficulty, I encourage sharing within the group, um, on the Facebook group, if they're stuck or if they're having issues with it and need ideas to um, have kind of like a group mastermind going. Oh, nice. And so then if they are writing blog posts or content for social, when they do go out and create it, does the group then go out and share it publicly too or does it just stay within the group? Um, that would be up to the individual to go out and share it publicly, but it's always welcomed, of course. Oh, boy. I could see huge value for everybody participating in the writing date part to actually get them all involved in sharing one another's stuff, couldn't you, Jack? Yeah, can we bring 50 or so bachelor students to the uh, to the group? I, by the way, I just joined three minutes ago, and you still haven't approved me. I find that oh. unacceptable. Well, are you I on a radio trying... show or something? <laughs> I have been trying to stay present with you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't approve. Yeah, let me go. I haven't joined can... yet. Wait, and you can approve both of us. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's really great. I mean, I'm sure that that stuff you've probably tried to downplay it so people don't focus on the wrong thing. But you know, when we're doing stuff in our community on Google Plus with bachelors and, and motivation to profit members, we're 
we're always encouraging people to lightly let us know about their latest stuff. If it's real content and it's not just leading to a funnel, although, you know, funnel discussion <laughs> is okay. Like, did I do this right? What do you guys think? And, and all of that. But when it comes to a, just a piece of writing, I just did a blog post. I love to see that because it's not as frequent as you would think with that many people um, that somebody comes out and says, hey, I've got this new blog post, check it out. And it's not because um, they don't know that they're supposed to do that. It's just because they're not writing enough. They're not, you know, coming up with enough really cool stuff, like on a, at least a weekly basis, something that uh, they can let the whole group know about. So yeah, sounds like a lot of leverage in a group like that. Absolutely. And that's the that's my intent and purpose behind it. I really um, have strived to make a community that it's okay to share your stuff. And you're not going to, you know, be down to spammy, you know, as long as you're not sharing all of your affiliate log, um, you know, affiliate links and whatnot. But, you know, we need that safe place to share and get feedback um, from our blog posts in a community that um, that supports us. Yeah. I imagine you might have seen at least one example of somebody coming through and greatly improving their skills um, on whatever they primarily have came for, whatever they're primarily writing about or interested at the time, have you seen that? Have you seen people kind of loosen up and become a little bit less, like my wife is terrified of writing. She's just so scared that she can't write, and we're working on that. And But it, but I, I had no idea, because I've always been a writer, how hard it was for non-writers or people who that that's not their primary focus and they find themselves now owning a publishing company, which we all do when we work on the web. We're publishers. And the content is kind of a necessity. <laughs> and some people freak out about that. Have you seen changes in people who are a little bit freaked out in the beginning and, and have loosened up because they're involved with your group? Yes, actually, it's it's really nice to see people like start to to come into their own and find their voice. And you know, as as you do writing, when you first start out, it's very, very intimidating because you don't know how it's supposed to sound, how it's, you know, what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> you just don't know how it's going to come out. And part of the beauty behind writing is as you continue to write, you develop your voice. You find it within your writing, and you got to write first. So sometimes it's just hard to just start typing on that blank slate, on that blank page. But when you have other people that are doing it with you on something like a writing date where it's a, you know, a national group effort or, you know, actually I get people from all over the world doing this. And when you know that there's that camaraderie that everybody's doing it on this day, there's a little bit of social pressure to start mm -hmm. getting you to move and it works. Yeah. Well, and we even have something called the magic formula for, for blog posts. It really lays out, you know, a, uh, all the right components, all the good components that will satisfy Google and will satisfy your readers. Of course, I did that in the wrong order. It should satisfy your readers first and then <laughs> everything else second. And But even so, it's a blank slate. It's like, here's what you need to do, and you, you have to start out with a question because people are asking questions now. They don't do searches. They ask questions. And uh, you can tell by just to start off a search with how to and how many times have we done that. And now people are doing voice searches with their Android phones and those other phones, and people are getting voice responses back. 
So they're not even like reading the search results, especially when you're not supposed to, like when you're driving the car. So um, there's a lot of how-to questions. There's a lot of just people who are conditioned now to do searches in the form of a question ending in a question mark. A lot of people are doing that. And you can tell by going to Google and typing in how do you or how do I or how whatever or any kind of question, and it starts to fill in the blanks uh, underneath with the suggested searches. So we say, you know, start off a lot of your posts with, with questions that you then answer in the post. But that's still a blank slate. So I think that there's a there's a need with, with our people for sure, and it seems like it would be for, for everybody to have somebody to go and bounce an idea off of. Like, how do I start this this blog post off? What I mean, here's what I want to write about. I just can't come up with a good headline or whatever. Do you guys go back and forth and help each other like that when you just get stuck? You know, it's absolutely, if it's um, something that is asked within their group, I'm more than happy to go in and start the conversation if necessary. You know, some people can get really shy about it. <laughs> so I yeah. can go in and start the conversation, but it also cues other people to get involved. And sometimes, you know, we can get really shy in posting in a Facebook group. I know, like, I'll just kind of stare at the the page for a little bit and go, I don't know what I'm supposed to to write or ask the group or <laughs> something. Yeah. And then and then I just do it and get all kinds of social interactions. So sometimes it's just, just pushing that little send button and asking for help is is golden. Yeah. Right. I mean a lot of people feel like they should already know something and they're gonna look stupid if they ask it because that's gonna let everybody know that they didn't know something and then the pleasant surprise 99% of the time is that somebody else will chime in and go, I'm really glad you asked that. I was too scared. Yes. <laughs> and everybody else is like, yeah, I had trouble with that. And the veterans will make you feel immediately better about your question, not being stupid, because they all had the same question when when they didn't have the answer. So, yeah, that's a that's a constant encouragement factor for having a community like that, I would imagine, for you. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. And it was um, one of the most interesting things that happened is when I started um, the writing date stuff, it actually just started from a blog post. Um, I had a friend. I was going on a writing date, and I had a friend, and I actually asked on Facebook, um, I'm going on a writing date. Is there anything in particular you guys would like me to write about for you? And I had one friend come back and say, what about what is a writing date? And I just went, Oh my gosh, that's so obvious. <laughs> Sometimes those questions that we have, you know, we overcomplicate things, and when we get the feedback from other people, we realize that we already knew all the information that we needed to get started. We just needed that little that little booster. Yeah. So I need it. I know other people need it. And once I wrote that blog post, then I got a lot of feedback on, oh my gosh. I've never done that before. I've always just, you know, hold myself up in a little room in my house and, you know, and wrote that way. And so it actually encouraged people to to enjoy the writing process more. And I was surprised because, you know, there's a lot of writers in the past, you know, a lot of the greats write all their stuff in coffee shops. <laughs> yeah. Or bars, you know. But or same, bars, same you kind know. Of- same kind of feel, you know, it's like going somewhere and being among other people and not in your kitchen alone in the dark, that would that would not be good. 
uh, for content writing. So you do you do a lot of stuff on productivity. I mean, you you help people out with that, of course, with the outsourcing stuff, virtual assistant stuff. You are you have to be a well trained uh, person that can focus and uh, and get things done, follow things through to completion. How much of that do you um, work with with writers as far as their writing productivity? Um. Well. It just depends on what they need. A lot of my virtual assistant focus is on the back end with product creation. And I like to set up all of the product funnels and, and do all of the, um, the little techie things within that. And when it comes to blog posts, a lot of the times um, the business owners will just have a hard time getting the blog post written or you know, just getting that motivation to do it. And as a virtual assistant, I like to take the content that they've already produced and put it onto the website and format it and stuff for them. Um, I'm really, you know, some people will outsource their blog posts being written for them. And so I also have virtual assistants that are in my group who who do that kind of stuff. So it's, it all goes back to just motivation and pr- pr- productivity. Yeah. When you guys are doing, uh, and, and for just anybody who has just joined us, we're talking about content on uh, Traffic Masters because content is traffic. <laughs> That's how we do our thing out there, content marketing. So um, focusing on the productivity and how we get these things done and how we come up with, a, you know, uh, well, we haven't talked about this yet today, but editorial calendars and, and editorial policies for ourselves. How do we write? What do we need to write about? How does it relate back to our products and services, and how does it, more importantly, how does it help um, our audience, our ideal audience, solve problems and uh, deal with issues that they they have questions about and needs and desires and all that kind of stuff. So, I think that there's a there's a strong, from what I've seen over the years, and Gina, you can back me up on this or not, but I think I think one of the hardest things that people have um, a to deal with is being something that they've never been before. Like they've never thought of themselves as publishers. They've never thought of themselves as writers at all. And uh, I've had to constantly train people that blogging is not writing. Don't freak out about it. You're not Henry David Thoreau. You're not supposed to be. This isn't that kind of writing. In in most cases, unless you're doing in um, one of those stodgy writing blogs itself, I mean, you really have to be a perfectionist writer, but that's not what we as business owners have to ever do unless we put ourselves in that position. So uh, do you find yourself having – do do people come to you like somebody referred them and they know they're supposed to do content, they know they're supposed to be writing stuff, and it's not just that they're not setting aside the time, but they're kind of scared of it and not really sure what they need to do to be productive in a in a blogging environment where they've got to put out – a certain amount of content so that they have a foundation for people to come and peruse and something to subscribe to and something to refer others to, but they just don't really know why they're there. They didn't exactly come on their own power, but somebody said, you need to talk to Natalie. Yes. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> so, so a lot of the times how I deal with it is, you know, through the writing date, 
type of thing. Um, I like to give encouragement on and direction and focus. So when people come to me and are just, you know, lost and confused and I don't know what I'm supposed to be writing about, I love to brainstorm with people and help bring clarity to things. And once you are really clear about your topic or what you're supposed to write about, it comes easy. Yeah. So it's not uh, just a bunch of people sitting around talking about keyword research either, right? No. <laughs> that would kind of – I like keyword research, but I kind of, uh, as a Google Hangout, I think that would be kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> So. Gina, do you have any more questions for Natalie? Well, I would love to know more about how our students might make use of Natalie or her team. Okay. Yes. So, with as you're going through um, you know, something like Directions University, you guys had mentioned that you have a lot of assignments and everything that you have people do. And something that I know that I experience and a lot of my friends experience is just finding that time to to be able to learn all of that, that, you know, that great content that they're needing to get to the next level with. And by doing some, you know, by going on a writing date after, the, you know, they set aside that time, to do the project and, you know, then they have the homework assignment and if they set aside a specific amount of time, then they can go in and, and get it done and at, while they focus on it, which helps them feel more accomplished. So by joining the writing date stuff, they're able, it, it gives a name to that time and it makes it feel more real. Instead of, oh, I can do that tomorrow, you know, it's happening today and I've scheduled it in, into my schedule. Sometimes people need help with getting all of their ducks in a row in this way and getting a schedule laid out for them and, and whatnot. So those are things that I help people with as well is, is getting that, that clarity in, in what they're doing and what they need to do next. Like what are the next steps that they need to do within the business? That would certainly yeah, think, be really helpful for our people. And I assume that where they would find you at is nataliemariecollins.com? Yes. And if you're interested in writing date, it, it's writingdate.com. Make it easy. Oh, nice. Oh, that is easy. Yeah. <laughs> I just stumbled upon it on Facebook. I just I misspelled writing and probably date, too, but it still got me there. So. <laughs> I tripped over it on Facebook. So good. Perfect. <laughs> All right. How well, many people yeah, are in that, that writing group? Um, I have over 100 people in the writing date group. Wow. And what yeah. is the National Writing Date Day? So National Writing Date Day is the first Saturday in September of every year. And I've had such a good response from it people wanted me to do it every month so of course i'm going to do it every month because i enjoy doing it just as fast <laughs> as everybody else does <laughs> so on the day of do people 
do people challenge themselves to giant feats of uh, of accomplishment in their writing? Is there uh, a focus like that, or is it just uh, a day to recognize what you guys do all the time throughout the year? Um, no, it is a day that you really want to take, you set aside the time to focus on something either you've been putting it off or you really want to get done. So it can be those giant feats of stuff that they want to get accomplished. So it's all about being productive during that day. Well, what I really like about this is it's focusing on the, the qualitative side of business for uh, people who uh, I watch. It. Every single day I watch people get that they dive way too much into the technical stuff. They'll even start teaching themselves thing they, things they probably shouldn't even be learning or wouldn't be serving their business to take that time out to learn. And I wonder sometimes if it's all or somewhat to avoid this writing thing. Like if you get really buried in your autoresponder or something like that, now that's a writing project, but typically what what I'm referring to is people are getting involved in the technology of it. Like I can't get my autoresponder to do something. And a lot of times I'll go, well, why are you even trying to get it to do that? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. And then I realize, wow, I bet they're trying to not write. I bet they're trying to not face up to the thing that – we all do need to do. Even if we end up outsourcing it, we need to have the experience, I believe, of doing it ourselves so that we know how to direct the people who we eventually have helping us write or writing completely for us. Uh, is that a fair statement? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I've been caught up in that trap as well, which is one of the reasons why I went into um, – into being a virtual assistant is because I love the tech side as well as the writing side. And, you know, I, I like shiny objects. Um, I don't know about you, but I, you know, they're out, they're out there and they happen. And, um, but putting all the pieces together, if you don't know all those pieces, it can get overwhelming. It can be very easy to stall and not and avoid doing what you actually really need to be doing within your business. And I really think it comes down to a fear of um, having our greatness come out. Yeah. Well, you've been around long enough. You've been around long enough to know that there was a time when there weren't rules. There weren't people with radio shows to tell you, here's some best case scenarios. You might want to do this. And from our experience, there was a time when nobody really had any experience in this web publishing thing, and we all made it up as we went along. And we just threw things to see what would stick. And we'd have lots of failures in blog posts. And, um, you know, we would we would have similar experiences with maybe writing a white paper or a guide or something like that. It just didn't go over like we had imagined it would. And we, we, we thought about it, and we tried to figure out why, and we'd, we'd improve on it. And But the thing that was existent then was there was no reliance on some kind of a system uh, because there was no system. So we all had to just write, and we all just had to blog and figure things out as we went. And something then, either you were either productive or you weren't. And there was no, well, I'll go take this course, and as soon as then I take that course, I will be proficient in writing, and then I will go and kick butt at it. Nowadays, I think that that's almost an excuse to put off just sitting down, opening up your WordPress blog and writing. Do you feel like that that might be a hindrance to people? Um, Yes, actually, I do. Um, I think there's actually a balance between the two of them because when you start um, getting into something 
and you feel stuck because you don't know what that next step is. You just, you know, our automatic reaction can be to just go take a course on it and Mm -hmm. stall for another five hours (laughs) or however long it takes to get the course done and then come back to it later. But you may never finish the course. So you may never get to that writing, and and it absolutely can be a stall tactic. Um, uh, yeah. In our, in our I remember. So just, I, I remember ordering things that didn't come right away like they do now. Um, you know, even if it was just we'll send it to you in email, and I I noticed myself going, oh thank goodness, because it might take a while for that email to get here, and in that whole time I won't have to face up to this thing I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> Or, you know, I mean, I imagine people are doing that all the time. It's really great to know that there are people out there like you that are helping uh, everyone deal with those kind of universal uh, things that we all share. <laughs> you know, when we're trying to get, we know we got to get something done. We know that, you know, that is the fuel that runs our business, if content of any kind, because we're all publishers. It doesn't matter what you sell or what, what kind of business you're in or anything. If you're on the web, you're a publisher. And uh, otherwise, you're just a pure advertiser, and that's not usually the people that we talk to. And those guys even have to do content marketing. If you're advertising, you're sending people to what? Content. Otherwise, if you're just sending them to an ad, that's a really cutthroat kind of business um, that only really a tiny percentage of people I've ever met actually thrive in. So most people are in this boat of needing to get something done and be proficient at it and be comfortable with it and your idea of setting aside time and um, having a national day of it and everything, but this, you know, it really, really is an important service that you're doing for lots and lots of people, and I would love to see it grow. And, of course, all of our bachelor students are going to be hearing about it. Well, so awesome. that, Thank uh, you. Gina, do you have <laughs> – not a problem. Gina, do you have anything to wrap up before we get to our final interview? Yeah, one last thing. Also in September is the International Day of Peace that happens at the end of September every year. And a number of years ago, um, I started working with an organization called 10 Million Clicks for Peace. I'm an honorary co-founder of it. And because of my work with them, we decided to get involved in a bigger way than we'd ever done in the past with the International Day of Peace. And that particular day is sponsored jointly by the Senate and the UN. And they've got over 9,000 different peace and change organizations that participate in it every year. Anyway, because of my work with them, I've actually got quite a bit of experience in rallying people together around in, in a national day. If I can ever help in any way, the easiest way to do that is really through blogging and content marketing. If you want any help with that, Natalie, just let me me and Jack know. We'd be happy to help. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. This is definitely a topic that we can sink our teeth into in a big way. Certainly something our people need for sure, and we will definitely be encouraging them to take part in this every month. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, and again for everyone nataliemariecollins.com and you can find Natalie there or go over to Facebook and look for the Writing Date group at writingdate.com Yes. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned for our next segment. Let me just find it, Jack, and I will get it started. 
Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Thanks. And what we have for you guys in this next segment is our other co-host who just couldn't be with us on our launch day today, Jan Riley, who each and every week is going to bring you a short segment with either a DU faculty member or a DU bachelor student to help you guys really get to know Directions University a little bit better. So here's Jan. This is Jan Riley. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, today we're talking to Jane Gardner, and she's going to tell us about how she got into Internet marketing and how she took her offline business into the online world. I hope you'll find something that helps you and remember that you create you. I, um, I'm, I'm quite good at uh, the home business uh, organization um, um and uh, getting um, people interested in home business. Uh, we were in one of the founding founding of the Home Business Association here. So I think the... Well, you know, you put the <laughs> tutorials on the, uh, on the, you know, the Google Plus group that are really amazing. And I'm like, uh, I I just... I am really stunned, and I guess it seems easy to you, but it seems really kind of complex to me, and it's so helpful, oh. and when you said you were helping business people, I thought, oh, this is great, because you do have a way of just explaining stuff that really is. Yeah. Well, I love learning new things, so I went out, and I, I've been doing the learning, I guess, for the last two years, so I know a lot of experts on the Internet. And I hope to have them come in uh, and talk to um, my audience about um, video and uh, and um, starting your own business and all the all the legal aspects and all the accounting aspects of having a home business, which people don't think about, especially when they've been in the workaday world where they didn't have to worry about that kind of thing. Yeah, where absolutely. I have to worry about it, you know, I have to worry and you have to worry about it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I just paid my taxes today, so. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I thought that, you know, let's get something organized here. And I hope in the end, uh, my mission is to try and get a home business association maybe growing internationally so that uh, people can, uh, if they're interested in getting their own little business because they're, you know, not making enough money, they have somewhere they can come to uh, just learn about all the ins and outs of it and, and figure out if they want to do it or not because it can be, you know, fairly expensive starting a new business. So it's always great to have things to help people with. And it's very exciting on the internet now, for sure. It's oh, amazing, absolutely. considering. Yeah, I mean, you've been in business before. You know how different it was ten years ago. I mean, yep. we couldn't have done some of the things we're doing now. So it's very exciting. Yeah, so it's it's in the beginning phases. Um, and I would never have thought I would be going onto the internet on, as we call TV, but it's not TV. Obviously, it's Google Hangouts because. Knowing something and then knowing that you have to teach something really helps, and it's really easy to do. You're not worried too worried about the camera and everything now. Yeah, and it's, used to be. it's pretty natural that you like teaching and you like sharing. Yeah. That's a good, you know, that's the thing I love about the Internet the most is that people yeah. that are really good at sharing or teaching, uh, explaining and connecting, 
the tools mm -hmm. that you can use now let you really do that because people can see yeah. you, hear you. Um, most mm -hmm. of the time, they can actually respond to you. So it's it's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, great. seriously, like ninety nine percent of the time, it's it's YouTube. Yeah. I mean, out there, I type. Um, what attracted you, and how did you find out about the DU and Gina? Uh, yeah, um, I was very um, very interesting because I was I would think I was on the internet for about two years. So I was looking into writing, you know, doing freelance writing, and then I sort of ran into Kindle books and publishing, and yeah. and got into all these um, email lists and everything. And I think I got through. Uh, in 2012, Google Hangouts started as being a, a new technology or, you know, everybody was aware of. And I thought, oh, that sounds exciting, a great way to interview people. And then Gina was having a, a webinar uh, about called her Triple Power Play Workshop uh, last year in 2013 about webinars and Google Hangouts and everything. So I went there and I thought, oh, these people really know what they're doing. And so I kept following her and I went through Passion to Profit. And um, just kept relating and connecting every time she was uh, doing various uh, workshops. So when she was able to, like I was having trouble with uh, figuring out a business where I could make, you know, um, make a living yeah. uh, with my business. You know, I had a membership site I was thinking of and I thought, okay, I can make uh, this amount of money with it. But when I went with uh, Gina, one of her hug seats, I was able to. Uh, she was able to get me into a um, basically into a business that could make me about a hundred thousand dollars in five years. Uh, you know, five years, which would be great because it would be a supplemental to uh, you know our uh, income as as a as a couple. Sorry, here in uh, in our um, town, and so that maybe my husband could actually retire, which is a great idea because he's been working really hard. So, um, yeah, I was really excited. Basically, that's what sold me on her. She just took a few more months to uh, get me into uh, directions, university and bachelor's. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, very instructive. Um, I've been studying the Internet marketing stuff for 15 years, and i got to tell you, oh, it's wow. like the star smartest thing I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real business rather than just, yeah, like, I am... As I was saying to somebody, I am as uh, internet marketing as stress, stress, stress every day. Whereas, uh, yeah. you know, the business uh, uh, directions you can give you a business that, uh, you know, is is you can see the future in it. You, you, there is no, you know, future in I am marketing. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Actually, I've I've I will probably tell all of the that. stuff. But it's crazy yeah. because uh, yeah. people teach all kinds of models, and most of them just really, really don't work. Yeah. You can't replicate yeah. what they said. So I find that this is really, really smart. It's uh, it's simple and clear and direct. Yeah. And, and I have wondered, uh, I have uh, just been really crazy over it since I heard it. Yeah, and, and basically you just have to remember your goal. And, uh, you know, maybe I didn't get it. I'm not, I haven't got it as quickly as I, I needed to because I have these technology things going on. But you still have this vision and it's it's helping you just continue on with your goal. Yeah, and, exactly. um You know, so I'm, I'm hoping to um, start a uh, home business startup uh, sort of Google Hangout, Web TV, they like to call it, uh, this mm -hmm. month in October. Because it's, uh, you know, Google Hangouts is a great technology and I, I hope to do lots of interviews with it for sure.
things that I really like about um, the Vortex model is the fact that it's very collaborative. And yeah. that's something I had been missing when you said something like you worked at home all the time by yeah. yourself and you just have to get out. Believe yeah. me, I understand. Um, ironically, yeah. I had two businesses where I worked by myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, because when I'm painting, I'm pretty yep. much, you know, I, I deal with my clients, but uh, yeah. essentially I'm just there doing it. So, yeah, so it's been very exciting and I really like uh, I like the community, um, I like the people I'm meeting, and I like having a business model that really builds in a sense of community in an important way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the collaboration in this will be exciting. You know, I'm very excited at being in um, uh, Tolo uh, TP courses, uh, having a course there so people can find me there and and having, you know, say a Google Hangout web TV show somewhere else all yeah. coming back to, to my business and, and not having to worry about having to go out every day and, and sending messages out and hoping somebody will listen to me. I just know those messages are out there and they will come when they want to. Yeah, for, for me anyway, because all the recordings will be out there and, uh, you know, those courses will be out there just waiting for people to come. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah the TP course sounds like a really great opportunity. I'm very excited about that as well. And, oh, you know, good. Can have yeah, and then it's another another way to collaborate with people and exactly. get to know other people that you can uh, you can uh, interview or you can uh, do courses with or you can do a strategic alliance we're supposed to call it now uh, with yep. uh, in the future for sure. I mean, I'll be having lots of experts on my uh, my uh, membership site because um, there are people out there who know a lot more about video than I do, and I want to bring them in and uh, show other people how easy it is to use and everything else so it's very exciting you know i love video sure. so jane yeah. tell me how people can get in touch with you because i bet they would want to know oh okay well i am uh got a, my website of course and um basically it's called the business of at home business uh dot com but i use the shorthand which is b-o-a-h-b.com just call me jay gardner J-G-A-R-D-N-E-R at B-O-A-H-B dot com or just look for B-O-A-H-B dot com. You'll find me because we're all over there and that on my website and probably at my home biz startup TV, hopefully for sure in November. It'll be up and you can just search for it on the internet. And um, yeah, that's about it, I think, for now. Oh, that sounds great. I can't wait. Fingers crossed. Hi, once again, this is Jan Riley, and thanks so much for joining us. Stay tuned because we've got Gina Gaudio-Graves and Jack Humphrey. They're getting ready to continue with our special featured guest. And I want to invite you now to visit me on my website and at youcreateyou.com so that you can learn how to Well, Jack, this was a great first show, wasn't it? Yeah, I like first shows. We should have a first show every week. We should. I know. So Let's join us next, next week, week for our first show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny, Jack.
Well, we will be back next week. We will have another great guest lined up to talk all about traffic, engagement, and conversions. Thanks so much for joining us for the first Traffic Masters show. Any parting words, Jack? Oh, just take it to heart. Uh, go look up Natalie today and uh, what Jan and Jane were talking about. Very, very important stuff. So you guys can even listen to replays. This will be recorded right here on our channel, and you can come back anytime to listen to shows past. Have a great week, everyone. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success.